as far as the status? Or I do. Yeah. <laughs> Are you able to share that update oh. at this time? Uh, he's, he's, it's a quad and day-to-day. -day. Um, won't do a lot today. Just kind of rest him today and then see where he's at tomorrow and Friday. And then any other updates with um, Zay, Caleb, and Cole? All those guys will be back at practice today. Yes. When you look at this Texans roster, what stands out to you? Kind of like us, they're they're young, um, but yet they have some veteran leaders in, in key spots, you know. And um, this team, this team flies around. They they play with a lot of energy and, and, and aggressiveness, particularly on you know defense. Um, and they're you know, it, it's a tough group. They've you know they've got themselves behind in games. They've worked themselves back to compete in, in the fourth quarter and. So it's a uh, it's a sixty minute football game. What sort of quarterback is Davis Mills? You know this guy. This guy. Uh, you know I I liked him when he came out. Um, I think he's doing exactly what they've asked him to do. You know, and that's just run the run the offense. You know, not too much and and uh, stay within stay within the system. You know, good arm uh, to make to make the throws. No, I, you know what I didn't. Um, I know in my mind that's the deal. But I, I listen. I don't want to. I don't want to keep pouring. All that on our guys. This is a new team, new season, new opportunity for our guys. Um, it, it may be something that we talk about in small circles, but it's not a key message for me this week. Speaking of opportunity, you, you not just one, but back-to-back -back divisional games. You got off to a good start uh, doing that. I mean, it, it seems like everything hinges on that. The years that the Jags go to the playoffs, they're four and two in the division. The years they don't go, it's it's the reverse or even worse. It yeah, seems I mean, to always come down to that. It's 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 a really it's a really good competitive division, you know. And, and uh, uh, I, I think the faster teams can can start in the division, you know, whether it was me back in the NFC East or now in the AFC South. I mean, obviously, an opportunity to get to the postseason is is to be able to handle your division games, right? And um, it's another opportunity for our team to, to take a, another step forward, to, uh, to grow as a team, but also understand that, you know, this is a good football team coming in here. Um, it's going to take a really good week of preparation and practice to to get that done. After the game Sunday, one of the things that you said was, you know, we're going to be okay. We're going to be fine. I mean, the fact that you had five turnovers in a game and still had a chance to get that game in overtime speaks volumes. We're going to be okay. We're going to be fine. Um, it's it's honestly uh, that those types of games like that, and I've been in a few of them where it's been sort of lopsided that way from the turnover deal. Um, you know, we, we seem to correct it. You know, moving forward, uh, our guys understand. I, it's not something you have to sit there and you know browbeat them over the you know over the head. They, they understand. They know. I mean, the, the prized possession is of football. And we got to take care of it. Doug, of all the, the things that young quarterbacks have to battle is work hard to kind of master, where does consistency fall in there? Is that the toughest thing for them? I mean, that's our, that's our league, I think, and not just for the quarterback, but um, I think for every player, it's the consistency to, to, you know, how you handle your job and your responsibilities each week, starting with Monday, you know, how that, how that, how that shapes out. And then you go to Tuesday and then today and – I think with the quarterback, it's it's obviously it's a big big part of, you know, what the quarterback does. But that consistency, you know, turns into growth, and that consistency turns into getting you know one percent or being one percent better as we talk about every single day. Um, but but that's a message I think that 
everybody on the team can understand and learn from. I mean, coaches are the same way, you know, and trying to be consistent in, in my messaging with the team. And you never get too high, you never get too low. You just stay consistent with that. But at the same time, they understand that, you know, we've got to put in the hard work and the preparation to, to try to win a game. Is there a worse feeling as a play caller to not know what you're going to get out of your quarterback each week? You know what I mean? No, I mean, that's why you practice, honestly. And that's why you prepare, um, you know, and, and you don't expect what, you know, you don't expect what happened to happen. But at the same time, as you go through the week, I mean, you, you, you have great optimistic, your optimism that, you know, things are going to go your way, you know, and, and that's just why you practice and prepare each week. When you watch the tape back, the struggles on in run defense, do you write that off as a one-off circumstantial against the Eagles, or were there actually things you saw there that? No, there were things there that we need to fix. I mean, it, a little bit of the Washington deal kind of raised its head a little bit. Um, all fixable, all correctable, all teachable. Um, and, and that's going to be the focus this week to make sure we stay disciplined with, uh, and this is a good running team. So, you know, we got to make sure we stay disciplined in those uh, in those run lanes. Yeah, Damian Pierce, only running back to get any carries for them last week. And obviously the rookie, you know, he, he performed well. A lot of folks around here believe uh, he has a lot of tread on his tire and maybe he should have played a little bit more at Florida. What do you see from him on tape? Yeah, I mean, he was somebody we liked in the draft. And, and that's um, what you it's what you see. He's a you know he's he's a, he's a load. You know it, he's only five nine, about two eighteen, but he's thick and he's solid and um, had a nice seventy five yard run last week. And you know he's capable of doing that. So uh, it's got to be all hands on deck, obviously, to to get him on the ground. And um, you know that's our division, though, right? I mean this is a run division, and and uh, we've got some great running backs that we gotta we gotta take care of. So with that said, if Foley, let's say, can't go. What, how do you manage depth along that defensive line, especially knowing that run defense is going to be critical? Yeah, I mean, there's some things that we can, you know, we can we can get to without really, you know, identifying them right now. Um, but you know, there's there's ways of maneuvering, you know, and manipulating our roster um, uh, in in you know in in the week of preparation, I should say, and and um, you know, as we get closer uh, to game time, we'll have we'll have everything ironed out. What sort of stress can Brandon Cooks put on a secondary? Quite a bit. I mean, veteran guy. He's quick. He's uh, he's slippery. He he knows he knows defense. Knows how to get open. Um, and I've played against him a few times now. And and uh, he's just he's just that. And, and he's the you know he's kind of the focal point you know offensively in the passing game for them. And and uh, we got to understand where he is and how they you know how they move him around. How pleased have you been with your safety play so far this season, Rayshon and Cisco? I think after the first game, you know, the Washington game, they really settled in. You know, you're seeing great communication between these two. Uh, they're getting hands on the football, obviously, both of them. Uh, it was great to see, uh, you know, Cisco get the interception last week for the touchdown. Um, you know, Rayshon did that against uh, against Indy the week uh, two weeks before. So it, it, they're they're starting to really play complementary football back there, and, and it all starts with the communication. Five weeks, or I guess four weeks in. I think so, and, and and you know, it's something we've talked about. You know, we we've said this in here before that that you know we we started talking it way back in the spring, and you know it's a it's a mindset. It's a you know it's a focal point each week. We got to create turnovers. Um, we got to protect the ball, but we also want to take the ball away if we can. And um, you know, we preach it even during the week of practice. You know, they. 
defense is working on it, you know, just like every team works on it. Um, and, and usually when they come, they, they come in, in bunches. And, and so far this season, they've been coming, you know, a couple couple here and there a game. What's the key to having a defense build that sort of identity and, and be on the right side of those turnovers? It's just it's just a mind, it's a mindset of the entire you know it starts with the staff it starts with the coordinator with Mike and and then it, and then it's the communication that they have you know in their meetings and then at practice and it's just that mindset that that's that's going to be a part of what we do you know and um, obviously you can't you know you can't substitute not tackling a guy for trying to to punch a ball out because sometimes you miss the tackle right and the ball carrier gets another five or six yards but at the same time. Um, those are all things that, that, that we do talk about and, and, and really work on in practice that, and then eventually pay off in a game. What are the uh, challenges with facing a Lovey Smith defense? I tell you, it's, uh, it's been a while, you know, since you've seen a, a structure like this. You know, it, it, it brings you back. I mean, he's, he's a traditional guy, and, and he's been doing it now a couple of years there. And, and uh, these guys play extreme. The number one thing is they play fast. You see them fly around. Um, they try to create one line of uh, one line of defense with their backers and their D-line. Active group up front. Um, still wants to play the traditional, you know, shell cover two uh, defense, but, um, you know, he mixes a lot of that single high defense in there as well to help, help stop the run. So we've got to be able to handle a lot of the movement, you know. Um, but it's still kind of a traditional, you know, four-three base defense that uh, that he, he's accustomed to. Petre, uh, the safety. I know he's only a couple games into his career, but is he already somebody you kind of need to know where he's at every snap? Yeah, he's very active. Um, he's going to find you know you're going to find him around the line of scrimmage somewhere. Uh, you know, he's a good blitzer, uh, good tackler. He, he's active in the passing game, so he, he's somebody that you got to definitely keep an eye on. Did you ever get knocked out of a game with a concussion? That I remember? <laughs> no. Well you ever heard? Have you heard stories of guys beating, like hiding it or beating the concussion test, stuff like that? What? Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Because there, there's a lot of self-policing that goes on in today's game, uh, whether it's by our team or, you know, the the spotter in the box or even our own our own docs. There's a lot lot of more lot more of that. I think. Back when I played, sometimes you, you just kind of shook it off and you, you just stayed in there. I, I just think the protocols now, um, it's all about player safety, and and they're in place for that to make sure that we don't we don't have those uh, you know incidences that uh, that that pop up. So there's there's too many eyes you know on these players nowadays to make sure that we do it right. Are the people, the kids? I want to say the kids. The kids today different than the kids when you and I were that age. In terms of being more knowledgeable about concussions, maybe uh, more aware of. I think. The, well, know, I know. I know what you. Yeah, I know what you. I know what you're getting at. Okay. I mean, I, there's just more education for these guys nowadays, and we've actually. I mean, we actually. That's why you saw the, the guardian caps, you know, in training camp, and and it's a step in the right direction to help minimize. You know, it, it, listen. It's a violent sport, and, and, and can cut. We can't eliminate them. It's going to happen. It's going to be a part of our game. But we're trying to minimize it. And um, the more education which is out there, uh, the more data, the more research, the more technology into helmets. You know, it just helps the player, and, and it keeps the player safe. And and I think it just affects all the way down to the youth leagues too, right? Um, sometimes you know, parents get a little nervous when 
they play they play football. But I think that technology is even even going into the youth sports, and um, you know it, it's helping make our game better. Even even though the Texans are winless, they seem to be a team that just, they never seem to go away. They, whether they're trailing by 17, 20 points, they come back. So now they've also blown leads as well. But, uh, for for a team that's winless, they they don't seem like a team like a team well, that's easily beatable. Exactly, and that's a that's a team. I mean, they they, they you take on the personality of your head coach, and they just, they play hard for him. And he he's a he's a great leader, um, you know. And he, he he sticks to what he believes in, and that's that's what you see with this team. And they continue to fly around and, and play and you know play hard and play fast. And you know, I think when you do that, you're going to be better off for it. You know, it's like us here. You know. May not win every game, obviously, right? But if they play hard and they play fast and they play together, um, typically good things are going to happen. And that's you know, even though they might not be at the end of the game, uh, they're gonna they're gonna end up winning more games than you know than losing. For your team, um, coming home this morning, the Wednesday after a loss, how was this morning maybe different than after that Washington game, or did you see similarities in terms of how the approach? May have been different. Yeah, there's some similarities, you know, between the two um, that you can you, you learn from. Obviously, from you know, obviously Monday correcting the correcting the mistakes to today. But you know, it's it's when Wednesday comes. I mean, we're we're, we're focused on the next opponent, and our guys are guys are fired up and get ready to get back out on the practice field and and really dive into the game plan and, and understand their roles within it and um, just you know focus on on not trying to make the mistakes we've been making. I wasn't sure. More of a chip on the shoulder coming off of this loss in particular, knowing it was, you know, the only undefeated team left in the league or? Yeah, I mean, there's some of that, you know, and, and, and I think the players would probably have a better answer probably for you than, yeah. than I am. But, um, you know, for me, it's just a matter of, hey, this is, this is week five and, and it's the Houston Texans coming in here. It's a good football team and I've got to prepare these guys, you know, for this week. How important has Foyer been for what you've been able to do defensively this year? He's been he's been unbelievable. Uh, gets the guys lined up. He's smart. Uh, he runs well. He's athletic. He's physical and tough. And and you know just the type of person that we were looking for. You know to to fill that need for that room. And he's a great leader. Um, a lot of respect by his teammates, coaches. Um, and then we add some of the young guys in there as well, you know, to, to kind of feed off of that uh, mentorship a little bit. But he's been he's been everything that we've, you know, we've asked him to do. You like when you have a Mike that has that like never satisfied mentality. The defense is never quite up to his standard, even after. Yeah, you know, and it just kind of sets the tone for the rest of the defense, you know, and and, and that's what you want from that you know, type of leader. Thanks, coach. All right, guys. Thanks, Thank you. Yep.